0: Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick, and I'm joined by my co host Lisa Clow of Lockre Fine Art. So, Lisa, how are you today?
1: I am great. How are you? Minus allergies.
0: I am never better. What did you say?
1: I said minus allergies. So if oh, I'm sneezing yeah. during the yeah. podcast, you guys know why. I'm not going to get anyone sick.
0: Yeah, we talked about <laughs> these uh, allergies that we both suffer with right before we started recording. Because this is the podcast where we do not talk about our allergies or the weather. Some do that, I noticed. And I'm usually really? like... Yeah. Like hot? Well, several that I listened to. Like, huh. Okay, Interesting. not listening to you again. All right. <laughs> so anyway, all right, all right. I, I have it set where it'll just fast forward to the next, you know, fifty seconds or something. You can set that on particular podcasts. And everybody's thinking, yeah. Would you guys get on with it? I'm gonna fast forward you all. So. yeah,
1: maybe we should just start this one over again and behave <laughs> ourselves.
0: So what are we talking about today, Lisa?
1: Today we're going to be talking about Derwent Color Soft Colored Pencils.
0: Yeah, so I got a 12-set of these just to uh, test these and try these out. I've seen mixed reviews, heard mixed things about them for years, and so I wanted to give it a fair shake and see what I thought of them. So what size set do you have, Lisa?
1: A no-set because I gave mine away. I originally bought, though, the 72-set. I had high hopes for these, too. I was really hoping to find a colored pencil that beginners who wanted something that was a little bit lower, you know, the price point was a little bit lower, that would work yeah. well. And I'd seen decent reviews on them. So, you know, I, I definitely had high hopes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So these are sort of a burgundy color on the outside. And then they have a little lacquer finish with a silver little tip there indicating uh, where the color of them starts at the tip of the pencil on the, the butt end of the pencil and they're a rounded barrel. I don't know what the size of the millimeter of the lead is, what size that is, but it's pretty thick. It's a thicker core. The construction of these, I think, are pretty decent overall. They're really pretty good, and they seem centered really well, at least the set that I'm looking at, and I was pleased with that part. And I don't know, so when I started sharpening these, they didn't break when I was sharpening them, whereas Prismacolor Premier pencil sometimes would break on me. And so that, that went away. Oh. Okay,
1: I did have them break on me. They mm-hmm. are they are a wax-based pencil. And they did yeah, break yeah. and be – they were much more crumbly than anything I've experienced with polychromos or luminance. Okay, but like crumbly. I said, not as bad as Prismacolor. But they definitely –
0: That's the key word right there, crumbly, I think.
1: <laughs> because
0: <laughs> after – I use that Superpoint Derwent uh, pencil sharpener yeah. that I really, really love. But, okay, so when I started using that for testing these just on some test paper before I drew my, my drawing – Yeah, then the tips would would break a little bit, and, you know, like you said, they're they're a wax-based, and they're very soft. So, yeah, you, you can get that. A, a little bit,
1: which definitely not ideal mm-hmm. for fine detail and fine edges. I had that right, was a real right. challenge for me when I got into smaller things. These pencils just well, yeah. we'll get into more of that later. But yeah, that that not being able to sharpen and, and being very crumbly because, like luminance, they are a wax base and they still sharpen to quite a fine point. I can still yeah, get a do. lot of detail with luminance, and these just did not even compare to that.
0: No, these are not a Luminance pencil at all. I don't think it's a good comparison at all. Yeah, I just had to modify, you know, how I was holding the pencil as opposed to when I'm holding a Luminance pencil or something like that. Something that, you know, is going to, a little more, I don't know, just a better pencil overall to me. So for these, I mean, you know, when I started using them, one thing I did notice is that they... They do lay down color very quickly and are, you know, they're very creamy. They're a very, you know, waxy kind of of, uh, pencil. But there's just all these, uh, you know, if I was using glass, I would call this shards. It's just all this crumbled mess all the time, just constantly gathering on my paper.
1: Yeah, they were too waxy, and so I did a project with this hummingbird, and I was trying to get a smooth blue background, and I wanted to get it to fade from light blue Mm -hmm. at the bottom and fade to the darker blue up top, or, or well, a more medium blue. My end result was so gritty and grainy, and I tried several different techniques. I tried burnishing. I tried blending with odorless mineral spirits. I tried blending with Derwent's, their pencil, their colorless blender that is intended for these. I tried many, many different ways, and... I never really did get beyond that gritty kind of crayon look. The pigment for me was absolutely, like, i it was just not there. It didn't have the pigment that I want from a colored pencil. And I, that was a real, that was frustrating mm-hmm. for me to, con- I didn't even want to finish my piece and that doesn't happen often. I had a hard time convincing myself to go ahead and finish this because they just, they didn't want to layer real well either because there was, it was like there was so much binder that after two or three layers, I couldn't get additional options. On there And it's funny because we recently reviewed the Marco Refine, I'm probably saying mm-hmm. that wrong, colored pencils. And, and I commented that you can't get many layers with those. The thing is, those pencils, it was like $13 or $12.99. These, right. seven, I paid about, I want to say it was about $85 for a set of 72, something like that. That's fairly pricey for a pencil that... I just couldn't get the layers that I wanted, and I could never get rid of that grainy, gritty look when I did layer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so what I did was I did a, a project with uh, a squirrel on a on a tree limb that I took when I was going out to my mailbox the other day, and so I started laying this, you know, this brown color down. I tried to just stick with these twelve that are in the set, and that's what I did. But I didn't have to use that many of of these. But what happened was. I, you know, I started wanting to use that white a little bit to bring out some highlights and to make, you know, have some uh, uh, some light spots where the sun is hitting the squirrel. And it was just like, I don't know, it was just like binder and wax when I was trying to use this white.
1: Which you don't really expect from a wax-based pencil. Usually your white yeah, with you the wax-based know. are very opaque. Uh,
0: the, yeah, well, yeah. And, you know, and I'm using a cream color uh, Stonehenge. And it just didn't even... It looked like I didn't even put anything down. I was like, what is going on here? So that was was a little frustrating right there. And the choice of colors, I think, are a little odd for this 12 set. You got a black and a white, which is typical for a 12 set. But then you've got a lighter blue. I think it's just called blue, what they call it. And then they've got sort of a medium... That's sort of a darker blue, really, but they're calling it indigo. And then you've got a dark brown and this uh, dark terracotta. One of the real odd colors, though, in this set is lime green. Don't know that I'm really, you know, wanting to use lime green all that much. It it nearly looks like one of these translucent kind of greens. It's it's a really an odd odd kind of color. And if you go to Derwent's site and you look at their chart, that is not the color that is represented at least on my monitor, by this lime green. It's it it is it's nearly like you know, one of these uh, fluorescent colors is what it looks like. I'm, I'm just not impressed with that one. But anyway, and it's just kind of an odd thing, I thought, to put in here. So that's their version of this lighter green, you know. But I, I would have liked to have seen maybe a pea green or something like that. Or, you know, I don't know, mint or something, something along those lines put in here. Or yellow green, even. They've got that one. Uh, that one's a five, though, on the light fast ratings, which we'll talk about that in a second. But anyway, yeah, so those were the, you know, the color choices there. It was just, you know, it was just kind of an odd, an odd set to be working with, and that dark brown is nearly like a a gray. It's nearly like a black, like a charcoal kind of gray or something, and it's it really doesn't look like a brown. I don't know if you used that, Lisa, but that was that was an odd color too.
1: Well realistically, whatever colors they gave you, it wasn't going to make a huge difference because I had all the colors and I was very unpleased with, with every, I mean, the layering, the blending, the everything, the color choice themselves. I didn't seem to have too big of a problem with that because I did have the full set, but, and I pulled, I want to say there were about 16 that were not light fast in the set, 15, 16, right around there. I Cannot remember off the top of my head because I it's been a year or two since I've used them, but that was I worked with only the light fast colors, I did pull those and yeah. I was still fairly pleased with the colors that I had available, so it wasn't... Um, oh, look, it looks like 14 of these were not light fast that I pulled, which eh, eh, not great, not terrible.
0: So anything under a 5, I guess, is um, what you did? Yes. Probably, or yes. under a 6, yeah, under a 5 so probably. Now, I okay, will yeah. say,
1: though, I have talked to Derwent since, and the color, the Lightfast charts for a lot of their products, they are updating because they have improved the Lightfast qualities since I used these. So I don't Know what may have changed in that set? So where I'm saying there were about 14 that I had to pull, you the more of those may be more light fast now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so I'm looking at the current list that they have here for their version of the colors and the light fast rating on each of these, and so it looks like let me just if I counted correctly, there's about 12. That are under the six rating on the blue wool scale.
1: So that's good. Then they have improved yeah. some of them. I love yeah, if that I counted correctly. work to improve yeah. those.
0: Yeah, and yeah. That's good. And I'm not certain
1: thing. if the what you're looking at right now, because when I talked to them in March, they were working on updating that, and their website at that point was not with the current information. So mm-hmm. I'm not certain okay. if it is now or not. I have not.
0: Yeah, we don't know, that. and there's no date on it either. So not sure about that. Okay, so. You know, overall, I mean, that's not bad for as far as light fastness is concerned.
1: But you have to factor that in, I think, to the cost. If light fastness is yeah. something that you are concerned with, that's fourteen pencils or twelve pencils or whatever. So you're now right. you're set. If you got the set of seventy-two, you're that much less. Now you've got sixty pencils that you just spent eighty-five dollars for. So uh, you yeah. want to factor that in when you're thinking of the price, because a lot of people will look at like the poly or the, yes, polychromos mm-hmm. or the luminance, and yeah, price per pencil is still more. But when you factor in the fact that you just lost twelve pencils,
0: yeah, it's a big from deal. that set. Yeah, yeah,
1: that that does matter.
0: And and it's the ones that you would typically guess are going to have trouble with light fastness. It's the blues, the pinks, uh, and the you know the purples right in there. And so those are typical. You know, those are the typical ones that do have some some issues. So I mean, just based on that alone, uh, we can make some pretty fair assumptions that, you know, this is sort of a mid-grade, I would consider it more of a mid-grade kind of fine art pencil. It's not something that is going to take the place of your Luminance pencil or your Polychromos pencil. I'm, you know, not going to be grabbing for these uh, uh, when I have a Polychromos sitting right there.
1: Yeah, and I, it's not even something, because I was hoping to be able to mix these in with my current sets with polychromous illuminants. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, they, they There's not a single pencil in the set that I thought, hey, I need this one. Right. Now, I have used them since, though. Like I mentioned just a minute ago, we I do the smart art box where every month I get a box sent uh, or full of supplies sent to try out. And they sent me the Color Soft, a 12-set of Color Soft. And I thought, when I got these, I'm like, oh, man, this isn't going to be fun. But what I did, instead of trying to make something look super realistic, knowing that these pencils were not the ideal choice for that i decided to do a looser sketch just let those lines be heavier kind of almost cartoony kind of an outline Mm -hmm. and i they were they were great for that because the color Mm -hmm. lays down so so super fast yeah it does yeah yeah that was the only thing that i think if you were doing that if you were doing sort of like a fashion design type thing where you're doing the looser sketching or plans layouts Um, Color compositions, you could do it for that. Something simple like that. But for a full project that's highly detailed, I definitely don't recommend these. I hear from people all the time, they'll try to tell me, oh no, these pencils can do super realistic. They can do photorealism and hyper-realism. You know what? I have yet to see a single piece completed just with these pencils that I looked at and thought, wow, that's what I want my artwork to look like. Now, if that's the art- I looked, I can't find a single one. I've looked at stuff and I'm like, I can tell the artist was was skilled, but those pencils are just not, they're getting that grainy gritty look that I try to avoid. Mm. So... On every single time I saw something listed as photorealistic or even hyperrealism, I would say these really, unless you're working so large. The only time I've seen someone do something that looked realistic, fairly realistic, was when they they drew something where the eye was like the size of a softball, like this huge, huge drawing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, then you're not worrying about your little detailing and you may not be layering as much. Maybe you're just laying the color down. You know, green goes here, so I'm putting green there. I'm not mixing a lot. So those were the only times that I saw something and I thought, well, okay, That looks pretty good. But they were huge. That's not how I'm – that's not useful to me. So, like I said, they lay down fast, so that is good for that. I think they're great if you're going to be doing quick sketches. But if all you're doing is quick sketches, I would say get those Marco refined, those cheapy Amazon ones because you're not really going to be too worried about Lightfast again and – Honestly, I would say those are comparable to these.
0: Well, okay. If you look at Art at Fatal Fatal, I'm not sure what, what she's intending there, but that, uh, that channel on YouTube, I mean, she does some really, really good stuff. And like, let's see here, the one of um, the drawing of Ellen DeGeneres, I think that one turned out really well. Let me look really quick. I thought that one.
1: See, and here's the thing I'm not saying that the artists who use these are bad or their work is bad. I'm saying that's not my goal. I can always see that grainy, gritty look that I'm trying to avoid. I'm looking at her work right now, Mm -hmm. and her work is good. She's Mm -hmm. an awesome artist, especially considering these are her tools. But it still has that, that gritty feel that I I personally don't want in my work. Now, she may be a fan of it's, that look. That's entirely yeah. possible, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that is your goal, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is okay. Yeah, I don't want it. to but bash somebody and say it's wrong yeah. to do it that way. I'm saying those aren't my goals, so they don't work for my, well,
0: well, my, my techniques. Well, that's not something I want mine to look like either. But, I mean, you can, you can get some fairly realistic results. But, again, it's something that I'm looking at. I'm not sure what paper she's using here though either sometimes it can have something to do with that but
1: and when you look at her website she uses several different brands so yeah 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 she yeah. may be mixing these and that's the thing i've never seen somebody uh, all she's list-
0: n- all she's mixing? listing here though is uh Derwent color soft okay. pencils and so she's I've done that several one. times and and they do look really good but the thing the thing about it is and to your point lisa as well that this is i mean it's it, what it reminds me of is the just prismacolor premier is what it what it looks like and yeah, I want a more I I I mean the end result that she's getting on this and uh, others that I've seen it looks pretty good, but yeah, there's something about just that crayon kind of look on some of this that I that I don't care for.
1: Yeah, and that's really my point. And that's where yeah, I get yeah. so many people complaining to me, you know, "Oh, yeah. you can't do this." I'm not saying you can't make something that looks fairly realistic. I'm saying that style, that grainy gritty, grainy feel, I can always see with a pencil that was you know, someone who did that. Yeah. And it will like talking about um, Art Fidel, she's amazing. She is absolutely yeah. a yeah. phenomenal artist. Right. But her goals aren't my goals. And so that's where these pencils don't work for what I want to accomplish. I and
0: there's say. one of a peacock there that she's done. It looks really good too. So the other thing about it is, and I think you kind of alluded to this as well. What happens is, and I've noticed that people use Prismacolor Premier do this as well. They usually draw very, very large and everyone that, that knows my my drawings i draw very tiny usually so th- there again that and i think that's a compensation with this kind of wax based pencil where you can't get the fine detail and that's that's what they're doing you know they're they're making something they're making some allocations because of the the problem with getting this fine detail if you're using only these pencils you know and i'm i'm looking at this and there again yeah i can see some of that graininess uh, in there which I'm guessing that that's just part of the way that that her art looks, and that's what that's she's fine with that look. A lot of people are i mean it's it's not yeah and
1: they lay down fast so and yeah they do. if she likes the grainy gritty look then it. these pencils are do going to lay down very quickly for her which yeah, is going to be good.
0: You can get stuff done uh, rather quickly. I just want to look now that we're I hate that we're spending so much time on her art, but she's got a lot out there, so I encourage you to, and we'll link her up here in the show notes as well, but take a look at at her art. I mean, she's pretty fantastic at what she's doing. So I'm looking at one by by her with uh, Polychromos, and there again, in keeping with that technique, well, yeah, yeah, she does have a little bit of the grainy look even with Polychromos, but not near as much, (laughs) which... I think that's the difference in the pencil, you know, that, that uh, more smooth oil based pencil with Polychromos, and you make that comparison there with Color Soft, uh, that's gonna be the end result. You're gonna have a lot of the paper still showing through with these pencils, I think.
1: One other thing that I do think is really nice about these is that they erase really well so Mm -hmm. if you're somebody who likes to erase especially if you're doing like the looser sketches or you know that sort of thing they do erase better than most other colored pencils I've tried to erase
0: Mm -hmm. yeah they they did a fair job at erasing I thought on uh, Stonehenge so yeah so bottom line Lisa I think that these are they're they're okay they're decent they're not the best pencil though and if you're gonna spend the money why not just you know buy some polychromos sets for yourself, or buy a set of the uh, luminance pencils? And I think you'd be much happier if you yeah. did that.
1: I would much rather see a student have half the pencils but better yeah. pencils than spend eighty-five dollars and have yeah. as many colors that can't—they just can't do what polychromos, luminance, or even Prismacolor can.
0: Right? Yeah. Very true. Talking about what what companies can do and what they can deliver. What do you think, Lisa, about a library that is always with you in your pocket while you're on the go? That's what you get with Audible. Did you know that?
1: That was really slick how you slid into that. I wasn't really <laughs> sure where you were going with that for a minute.
0: So I love Audible. I love the company. It's backed by Amazon, of course. They purchased that company many, many moons ago. It's such a great company. They stand behind every product that they have. They've only commission some of the best books and voices out there. So if somebody, you know, they, they go through a review process, from what I understand. I uh, wish they'd review
1: some of these a little more heavily. Some of these narrators are horrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, they don't they don't accept every narration, from what I understand. So I think that's, that's kind of good that, you know, they're at least got their eye on the ball there a little bit and uh, wanting to do some quality control. The nice thing, though, is that you can do a, a sample audio and you can test the book that you're yeah. thinking about purchasing and you can listen to it. What is it, least about a minute or maybe more sometimes?
1: Yeah, you get a good amount of time cool. to listen to hear if that's a narrator you're going to enjoy or not. Or if you're mm-hmm. completely monotone and ruin one of your favorite books, I might be bitter.
0: Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... It's really a good company, and the thing thing about it is, if you're unhappy with any book that you purchase, you can always let them know that and just say, you know, I was unhappy with that one. They they want to treat you right, they want to do right by you, and so they will. uh, And I have done that. It was a really easy
1: process. They didn't argue, they didn't anything. It was just like, Mm -mm. okay, I returned. I want to say about four books. Ended up being a little too adult for me. So I sent those four back when I started the one and they didn't question, it was no problem. Everything was great. And then I got to spend those credits on more appropriate books for myself.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, credits. That's what you get if you sign up under this free trial. We've got the link in the show notes, audibletrial.com slash podcast. and you get one free book when you sign up under that link, and you get to keep that forever. Even after the 30-day period of that free trial, if you decide that you want to cancel your subscription, to getting those credits every month, you never cancel your ID with them. And so you get to listen to that anytime and it never goes away. So you get that book and you keep it forever. And I think that's really cool.
1: Which is great. I have such a huge library of books, like amazing, amazing books too. I'm kind of like bashing the one bad narrator, kind of joking about that. But it's that is honestly fairly rare. Most of the books I've had right. are so enjoyable. I just finished a series, The Raven Boys. It was amazing. I cannot Recommend that series enough. It was so so good.
0: The Raven Boys, cool. All right, well, maybe you have a favorite book that you're wondering if the uh, Audible carries it. They probably do because they have over 180 thousand titles to choose from across so many different genres of literature. So go check them out. That is cppodcast well, maybe you have an opinion about the Color Soft colored pencils, and if you do, we would love to hear that. You can contact us at podcast at sharpenedartist.com or communicate with us on Twitter or wherever else. Lisa is always at Lockery. I'm at sharpened artist, And if you like the show, tell somebody else about the show. Consider leaving us a rating and or a review on iTunes. We would appreciate that. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com. Color, um, sorry. Color pencil If you decide you want to cancel your subscription to the uh, credit, um, let me say that again. Wow, stumbled through that like crazy.